Hello, and welcome to Talking Shop with CTEX. Hello, and welcome to another session of Talking Shop with CTEX. I am Ellen Solick, so proud to be the Interim Executive Director and Superintendent for this incredible organization known as CTEX. We are the Connecticut Technical Education System in the state of Connecticut, and we are the premier workforce provider in Connecticut for tech schools. And with me today, I have two very special guests. To my left, Mr. Jeff LeClaire. Mr. LeClaire is the Subaru University Education Manager. We're so proud to have you with us today, Jeff. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. And to Jeff's left, Mr. Lou Camacho, who is our expert and consultant in all things transportation and auto body and everything that else that has wheels and moves. Lou is our, uh, our expert advisor and consultant. Welcome, Lou. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Sullivan. So we have so much to talk about, and today's show is really going to be focusing on training our future auto body workforce, both for the state of Connecticut and beyond. And so we have so much within this particular trade to talk about. The transition is lightning speed, as you know so well. And so let's talk just for a minute about, um, Jeff, how did you get started with Subaru University? What is Subaru University? Because many of our listeners have never heard of it. Well, Subaru U University, it's a platform that uh, includes web-based technical training, uh, gives us the opportunity to introduce your students at the uh, technical automotive programs in the state of Connecticut to our product, give them some product familiarization. We also give them access to all the technical information, which is a real-world application. Uh, if they have a vehicle within the uh, school curriculum that they're working on, that being a Subaru, of course, uh, they have an opportunity to, to study firsthand how to go out and get engine specifications, uh, what is a proper repair procedure. But we, like the other manufacturers, have recognized that we really are in desperate need of people to come into our industry. There's a, there's a dire shortage of uh, new uh, members of the auto technician team. Uh, we try to emphasize to these folks that we have an excellent platform, especially in Connecticut, the way uh, the programs are structured. The schools do a very good job with their curriculum. They have the latest in automotive technical diagnostic equipment and their instructors are well-versed not only in the Subaru product, but in the other uh, products in the transportation industry. So one of my goals, one of my primary goals, goals is with the schools is to introduce to the students and get them comfortable having uh, the opportunity to get into the web-based training. Now the interesting point here is the web-based training that we offer the students is the exact same training that we offer uh, the automotive technicians that are employed at the Subaru retailer. So if the student uh, elects to participate and complete the uh, courses and does take the opportunity to work with one of our retailers, the, the training is all transferable. It's actually transferable for, for life. So I try to work uh, again with Lou and with uh, your instructor base in, in identifying students that may want to come into our industry and specifically take a look at a work-based learning assignment at one of the Subaru retailers. And our goal is this gives them an opportunity to 
to test their skills that they've acquired at the school. And we've had, we've had very, very good luck with this, not only in Connecticut, but in the other five New England states. So we, you know, are certainly glad to be a partner with the CTES. And we're well, we are equally glad to have you as a partner. In fact, um, I happen to be a, a proponent of Subarus and the owner of a 2010 Outback, which is still purring down the highway, I'm glad to say. But uh, Lou and I were chatting not too long ago and, and uh, had a conversation about the difference in the level of technology and the level of function between my um, slow but steady 2010 <laughs> and what's being produced these days. And, and Lou has so much background in the technology sector and what what is it that cars require and buyers require now? So it, it was a perfect synergy, really, when you at Super University came together with Lou and started talking about training our students and really providing that workforce opportunity for uh, a technical field that's probably changing as quickly as IT, yes. if not faster. Um, Lou, uh, just, uh, just based on our conversation, you had talked earlier about the technology that's available now that we don't even realize is sure. in our vehicles. I exactly, and so, so a lot of the technology, that's, the, that's my favorite type of technology, the one that, that's working behind the scenes that you don't even know is, is really uh, helping it, the, to con the comfort uh, and safety of the driver. It's, it's this technology that um, turns down the, the radio when, when you come to a stop so the radio is not too loud when the outside noise goes down. Uh, it's a technology that, that um, keeps you, protects you from an accident that automatically stops the car, uh, accident avoidance systems. There's, there's the, um, the other alerts that remind you that if you're backing up, there's something behind you to, to apply the brake or even it stops it itself. So these, these are all great features that are gonna require uh, a lot of uh, experience and, and uh, electrical expertise to, uh, to fix these problems. Absolutely. And um, so I was at the dealership the other day. I happened to um, uh, know and love quality Subaru down in Wallingford if anyone is looking for an excellent dealership to go to to buy their next Subaru. And I uh, was talking with the service manager about an issue, small, that I had with my car. And he mentioned both Jeff, but more important, the students that we are now sending, thanks to Jeff and his program, to quality Subaru and dealerships around Connecticut and Massachusetts, you had mentioned, even into New York, I believe. You do we an amazing job, Jeff, monitoring what our students are doing, how they're doing, what their interests are. Could you talk a little bit about that? Because it, it's not a subject that really any of us knew a lot about until I met you. Well, this Subaru University is a national program. Uh, I'm employed by Subaru New England. We're the Subaru distributor for the six New England states, so I'm very, uh, very familiar with the school structure and uh, the students that we're able to place and uh, retain within the uh, retailer network. Uh, the goal is we don't bring a finished master technician to the retailer, and, that, and that's not the intent of, of, of the school system in, in Connecticut, but we do bring a student that has the fundamental skills and the ability to, to move to the next step from an educational point of view. Uh, we're looking for a student that uh, aspires to be a technician. Uh, they certainly can move to a lot of different other uh, job descriptions from that point on, but one that's willing to listen and learn. And one of the more important key is when they do get placed at a store, whether it be Quality Subaru or one of the other retailers in Connecticut, that they have a mentor assigned to them. In other words, a senior technician that they work side by side with. 
so they can take the skills that they've learned at any one of the 18 schools in Connecticut and expand on those. And we've had very, very good success with this. And uh, you know, our, our goal is to have a, a comfortable setting for the student. It's a work environment for them. And if you can visualize it, for many of them, this is a, a big first step. You know, they, they're working in a position maybe two years earlier that they were cutting lawns in the neighborhood and now they're working in the, mm -hmm. in the business world in a, in a very fast-paced environment. But, but the opportunity is there for them if they want to uh, uh, achieve a higher level of performance as a technician. And uh, I think Lou did a good job of describing why. Just the, the safety components in a vehicle. Uh, you know, Subaru is uh, certainly no different than the other manufacturers. We, we're noted for our safety and, and some of the components we've, that we've installed in our vehicles at all level of the vehicle, whether it's uh, uh, one of the entry level models or one of the more advanced models. But we have to have people that are skilled to work on these. And you know, the one comment I, I always make is that take a look at one of your earlier vehicles. When you got behind the steering wheel, the, the, just the change. Even in the comfort features, we haven't even talked about heated seats and things like navigation, uh, rear cameras, uh, rear back, uh, backup cameras. There's just a lot of technology that somebody has got to be equipped to diagnose and repair as the vehicle uh, ages. And uh, sometimes things do happen to technology. We all know that. But uh, we're very, again, very, very fortunate that the students who come out of the programs that uh, both person to my left and right oversee uh, really are very well equipped to start and move at a very fast pace to be successful as an auto technician. You know, it, what's, there are so many benefits to this particular program, but one of the fundamental ones that Lou and I have also talked about is the need to increase the workforce across the state of Connecticut. We are the largest technical high school system, so it's this is why it's such a perfect partnership for us to be able to begin to develop that workforce that we can send out, um, as you said, whether it was to Subaru dealerships or even to um, community colleges for additional training going forward. And um, it, it is just amazing how quickly, how fast this is moving. But I wanted to mention that um, we had a conversation not too long ago with the president and the provost of what is now a community college system in Connecticut. You're probably very familiar with it. And at this particular point, they are looking to us as well to partner with students like the students we've sent to you through Subaru University who are looking to enhance the trade that they're now interested in and partner uh, with, with, I believe we have a partnership at Gateway that you had mentioned earlier, um, as well as other community colleges. Have you been involved in that at all, Jeff, in yes, terms I of have. those communications uh, and, and what's happening in that side of things? The, uh, the two community colleges that have auto technology programs in Connecticut, I you know, communicate with them on a regular basis, both Naugatuck Valley and Gateway Community College. You know, we're embedded in both schools, as are other auto manufacturers. But uh, we've had a very successful partnership with, with both locations. But one of the uh, activities that I take that, you know, is kind of a byproduct of Subaru University. When I do meet with the, the students that we put in work-based learning assignment, or I'm registering a student into Subaru University, you know, one of my topics of conversation, if, if they're comfortable in discussing it, is what's your next step? 
you've got a lot of resources within the state. You've got two excellent colleges that you could select if you want to pursue uh, some additional training in auto technology. You can uh, gain an associate's degree in auto technology, which really would prepare you down the road for you know many other positions within our industry or an affiliated industry. Uh, we've been real successful, uh, more so maybe in Connecticut than some of my other locations with the students that we place. The retention rate has been very high, and I attribute a lot of that to the, uh, the curriculum and the training that they get from the various instructors and uh, and again when they get into a position if they are selected for work-based learning uh, the, the outcome when you mold all those factors training curriculum work-based learning the retention rate has been very high and it's in, you know for me it is a very competitive world out there I'm not going to tell you otherwise we have people who do what I do with the other manufacturers but I, I try to look at the student in the school first and forget about you know my competitive relationships with a person from Ford and and uh, so forth, but uh, you know our goal is to see these folks succeed. We need them. There's an opportunity for them. Uh, we we have to ensure that when they do get placed in one of our retailers, that they do have. I mentioned the mentor. That they do have a career path designed for them. What's the next step? Where do I go? If I start working in the express lane and I work with a mentor, what is, what is my expectation for the, the next step in my career path? So all those factors really uh, are, are they're absolutely essential to the, uh, to the success of the student and the ability for the next student to come on board from a reputation point of view that this retailer does a great job in working with a student and this school turns out a very, very qualified person who really has the desire to learn and succeed. You make such a great point, Jeff, because we all have a choice in terms of uh, what and who our focus becomes. And I think one of the reasons that Subaru University is so successful in terms of its partnership with us, um, including you and your efforts, is your focus you mentioned on collectively on students and the fit uh, that those placements um, for students have, right, at, at the different dealerships and what it is, as you were just saying, that our students really want to gear themselves towards as they finish with CTEX and with Subaru University. And that's, I think, the key to success, both for our students and also programmatically for what we do in partnership. So that it's just so great to hear you say that, because um, I don't know if people really realize that. You, as you said so well, the dealerships need a focus, your competitors are looking for a focus, and yet through all that, you, you know, you remain focused on our students. So it's, uh, it's a wonderful opportunity for them. So, Lou, question for you. Um, what kind of activities are taking place in our auto body classrooms, really, that mirrors some of the things that, that we've been talking about, not only just with Subaru University, but, but outside the, the general auto industry? Um, certainly. So, we, we, just, we just had a, recently a professional development, a training for our teachers uh, back in November, where we, um, we, we did some training on um, a, a device that calibrates all of the sensors and, and cameras on, on vehicles. And so teachers were able to, um, you know, watch and observe uh, this, this unit and, and trained on it. And it's something we're going to purchase for our, our school. So we, because anytime a, a mirror, a bumper, anything, any of those items are removed, even a windshield, uh, the, everything needs to be calibrated again. And 
you know, if you, if you think about it, if a camera or a radar system uh, is, is just a tiny bit off over the course of 100 or 200 feet, it's way off. And that, that's something that anything that the manufacturer recommends that any, any kind of work, even taking a grill off of a car, has to be cal calibrated once again. And so we're, we're, um, we looked at some training on that. We have, um, Subaru U has got some great modules on hybrid vehicles and some of those uh, ADAS system trainings. We're utilizing manufacturer training. We have, um, we also use a, a software called Electude. So Electude is something we recently purchased for, um, for, for, the, for all of our, our automotive programs where it's, it's a simulator. It's kind of like a, a textbook come to life. And so the student reviews the, um, the, the, the text work, the, the work, and then has an ability to go in and actually, almost like a video game, uh, you can actually start the car and, 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 uh, and run tests on this simulated running engine, which is very, very neat. It's amazing, both the technology piece of that and also the exact science that it requires. And many, many of us, including me, we don't stop to think about that. As you said, the calibration required and some of the real detail work that, that goes into it. Um, one, of, one of the pieces that we talked about before our show this afternoon was the, the wonderful way in which Subaru University is kind of merged with the major curricular areas in our auto body shops to make sure that students are able to tap into the curriculum that they're already engaged in in our classrooms as part of Subaru University. And, and Lou mentioned the hybrid engine and, and what that requires. How much hybrid work are our students able to do within the classroom at this point, Laura? Is that a, a work in progress? So, so we, are, we are adding, you know, ad, gradually adding more and more, but right now we're, we're as an entry-level graduate, entry-level technician, uh, just having an overview of the basic uh, components and, and, and primarily the safety. Because uh, as Jeff mentioned, uh, we, you know, we have a hybrid vehicle that still has an internal combustion engine, so they might be doing some service on, uh, on that engine or, or brake work or tires, but it's important that that student knows uh, where, where the uh, components are that, that are potentially could be dangerous and how to handle those things. So it's really a safety Safety focus as it, well. It is for, yeah. for sure. Safety focus, yeah. and then and then uh, again, as, as with a good foundation of, of electricity, they'll they'll continue on to uh, continue their education when they join a manufacturer and, and get further training on that specific brand um, of a vehicle. Um, we had the opportunity not too long ago to apply for a significant grant, and Lou Camacho found out about this particular grant in pursuit of a brand new fleet of electric buses for SeaTex. And not only did Lou fill out the grant and submit the grant, which was quite an extensive process, but he garnered a little over $7 million in funding for us for a fleet of buses that are now going to be electric. And obviously, pardon the pun, but electric vehicles are the buzz these days. So I want to start to pull us into that conversation a little bit. Lou, can you tell us um, a little bit more about that, that process and really what you see as the benefits are going forward in terms of the electric uh, bus transportation opportunities? Um, and the infrastructure that we're going to require to support those buses. Sure. So, so we did we did apply for the grant, and we uh, we were one of four districts in Connecticut. Uh, there were over 2,000 districts na you know, nationwide that applied, and only about 300, just under 400, um, were able to get that you know successfully achieve that grant. And so we we were selected, uh, and we we were receiving seven seven point six million dollars for uh, buses and, and and infrastructure. And so we're still discussing some of the infrastructure and and how 
how to how to use you know, best use the funding, um, wh which school it makes the most sense uh, to, to install the you know the infrastructure, um, and and we're going to uh, we're going to roll out uh, hopefully next school year uh, 25 new electric buses, and uh, th these buses are, are going to be um, used for uh, clinical with health trades production and athletics. I'm really excited about them. I actually got to drive in in, in one of the uh, new electric buses. Yeah. And uh, I'm just really excited about it. I think it's going to help. Uh, well, one of the things that is now required is is uh, there are certain communities in Connecticut that are have been determined to be uh, environmental justice communities. And so these communities, and we have nine of our schools are in these communities. They need to switch their fleet to electric um, by 2030, which is only seven years from now. And that's really, from a Subaru perspective, that's what fascinates me is how do we train a student workforce at lightning speed not only to work on these wonderful new vehicles, but uh, we talked about hybrid vehicles as well and, and how those are a part already of CTEC's curriculum and Subaru University's curriculum as well for students. But how are we going to not only train our students to work on these electric vehicles and hybrid vehicles, but Perhaps even more important, how do we train them in terms of uh, upgrading and installing all of the infrastructure that's required to support this mode of transportation, as Lou mentioned, under a seven to ten year period? It almost seems impossible, but what are, what are some of the thoughts going forward um, from your perspective, Jeff, on all this? That is quite a question. <laughs> it's a question that's it's really been uh, very visible especially with somebody in Lou's capacity. And uh, I do, as I mentioned earlier, go to a variety of schools in the six New England states. And, and the secondary education group, uh, the technical high schools, the CTES, the 18 schools in Connecticut, will probably take a different approach than some of the other schools. Uh, I, I will give you, you know, my feeling on it, you know, EV, hybrid, you know, it, it's going to be, part of everybody's life and I don't think it'll be in the not too distant future probably one of the vehicles in your driveway will meet one of the criteria of either a hybrid vehicle and or electric uh, so we do have to prepare the students for this transition from internal combustion engine into an, uh, a new hybrid or electric uh, vehicle uh, the, the concern we have and the biggest concern is we have to ensure that there's a safety element applied uh, is I think everybody who's an audience today can well understand that, you know, when we're dealing with high voltage electricity, there's some safety components on that vehicle uh, that really could be a challenge for somebody who was not well versed on the electrical issues and the dynamics. So I think the first thing we have to take a look at safety and then take a look at theory. Uh, is the unit and operation base increases with EV, and it's and it's going to very rapidly, not only with the Subaru, but with the other manufacturers. Uh, we're probably going to have to accelerate what we make available to the training, but I think we have to pretty much uh, walk slowly before we run on this. And uh, I know the way Lou conducts the programs with the schools is safety is, a, is the primary element. But we also have to create the uh, theory. Uh, a student who is out in a work-based learning assignment, there is a good chance that they may have a hybrid vehicle 
that comes in for service, and as we all know, hybrid still has an internal combustion engine as part of the drivetrain. But there's still some components in the vehicle that would really have quite a bit of electrical current to apply to the um, hybrid portion of the operation. So we in Subaru University have put some courses in, one being hybrid safety, which I, I think is a, is a must for any of the students to you know, take and have access to. And uh, we will start embedding other classes with respect to EV as, as we proceed you know, throughout the next year. But the goal is, how does it operate? How does it function? And this is really something, it's, it's, it's new. It's new to a lot of the instructors. They'll require some training as well on the product. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to the change. I think it's a change. I, I think it was described by Lou with just the electric bus uh, in the nine communities in Connecticut. I mean, it, it's, it's here, it's, it's gonna be part of our life. Uh, we're all gonna be operating these vehicles. So obviously there's going to be a need for service and we need to be prepared to address the needs. And again, we'll walk before we run. And I think that's the best approach. Safety first theory before we get into actual application of you know, dismantling components and or testing them. That's the route that we'll, I think we'll see with the majority of the secondary schools. And the manufacturers will probably take a very strong alliance uh, as to who works on these vehicles when they get to the stores. I was just thinking as you were talking, Jeff, that, that um, Lou uh, really focuses in with the, with the current auto body work that we're doing throughout the schools on different certifications and specialized mm -hmm. trainings that our students work on within the auto body industry, safety being a huge component of that. Um, and it is, it's such an important factor. And I think if there's any uh trepidation to be had out there in terms of electric vehicles and hybrid vehicles quite honestly it is that it's gee all those unanswered questions still but it will be an amazing journey to see both technology and and the infrastructure to support those electric vehicles how quickly it, it uh you know it just transpires and knowing our students they'll pick up on it much more quickly than we ever That's would very I think. true i think they see that world in, in very different terms um jeff as you talk with our students about the needs going forward um, in terms of training in terms of the transition to electric vehicles and hybrid vehicles what are some of the things that you hear that our students may comment on in terms of how we better transition for their needs. Uh, the students, you know, they asked some very pointed questions about uh, their future as far as some of the, um, the, the serviceability as an example. You know, we're not doing oil and filter changes anymore in an electric vehicle. We have regenerative braking, so some of the, the, the brake life is longer than what we've experienced in the past. However, some of the tire life may not be uh, quite as long, so it, there still will be plenty of service opportunities within the vehicle, but I, I think that's uh, one of the, you know, probably one of the larger questions, you know, where do I fit? Where does my uh, long-term career plan go with the advent and the increase in the UIO pop, unit and operation population of EV vehicles? I meet a lot of your students. I, I'm very confident in these folks there. They're young, they're aggressive, they're smart, and uh, 
certainly, you know, very computer literate. I, I think they're going to rise to the occasion, as we did in various other topics that we, you know, had to participate in at their age. And, uh, you know, change is, change is here. Uh, you can accept it as good or you can challenge it. But uh, I, I think this is a positive change. And I, I really think, you know, meeting your students, meeting your instructors, working with them, I, I think you folks are in a good position to respond to the, the new market. What do you think, um, Jeff, in terms of their interest specifically in Subaru University? What is it that, it that that you really think engages them? Is it the program or the brand or a little of both? I think it's, I think it's a little of both. I mean, we do offer a, a brand that's, you know, it's, it's very diversified in, in the sense um, for all age groups and all types of driving. But we do extremely well in New England with the uh, passenger car market share, and I'm not going to sit here and give you a lot of statistics and we're very very proud of the fact that we're number two in passenger car registrations for this calendar year and uh, we've had a history of being number three for the previous nine years so the the reason i'm mentioning that number is that transitions to service opportunities in our, our subaru retailers in the new england states and most especially in connecticut have made considerable investments in creating a, a really a, a dynamic work environment for a student to consider if, if they were to take a look at some of the stores and uh, take a look at uh, some the equipment investment the working conditions uh, is is mentioned by you and lou the uh, it's a, there's a great ladder in the employment range where they can move on to various other functions within the industry. But I tell the students, and uh, I, I tell your students specifically, because I know the programs down here, is you couldn't be in a better place with the, uh, the opportunities to acquire skills in the transportation industries, as well as merge it with the academic programs, which I think, you know, really do deserve a little recognition here for what you do here in Connecticut. It, it's a combination of both that really is essential in preparing the, the student for a, uh, a career path in life. But the most important thing is uh, the foundation in the direction you can take from that point forward, whether it's uh, post-secondary school, military, workplace. You know, obviously I'm, I'm partial to uh, Subaru and this is why I really try to uh, ensure those students that are interested, we get them into a work-based learning assignment. I think, I think the students of the future will take a look at some of the technology that they're going to be asked to work on. And I, I really think that's going to address an interest in a, a different level of student uh, that's going to come forward to register for your program. So I'm pretty excited about what I see down here, and it's you know, it, it's it's always an enjoyable trip because I know I'm going to have a good day when I come into Connecticut to one of your schools, meeting with your students, meeting with your instructors, and uh, for, for those uh, viewers today, uh, the schools do an excellent job in preparing the students. If you have a student in your family. I would uh, consider they look at the programs and certainly look at automotive. Uh, there's uh, no place but uh, you know going forward and going fast in, in the sense of a, a career path if they have the skills and you two folks and your staff have done a great job in giving that opportunity to the uh, residents in the state to their you know sons and daughters. Well, I couldn't have said it better. Our staff does a phenomenal job. And even the auto body shops themselves in, mm -hmm. in, at CTEX really in so many ways mirror 
What I see, as I mentioned, I go to Quality Subaru mm. for service, and just the cleanliness, the focus on those uh, customer service skills, the way the shops are set up, we try very hard um, to mirror what it is that industry is looking for. And you mentioned academics as well as a needed piece of what our auto body students and all our students are focused on. Our students actually are asked to excel in academics as well as their trade. So we are um, presenting to them a pretty demanding program and we're so glad to hear that it fits so well with, with what Subaru is looking for. And um, you have just summed it up perfectly. It is such a pleasure to have a conversation like this with both of you today. I wish we had another hour. There are so many other things that we could talk about. So I'd love to invite you back both at uh, some point when we can cover some more topics. But suffice it to say, we've learned so much about the electric vehicle industry and about how CTEX really fits together with the world of auto body and, and automotive and busing, all of that combined. So my thanks to you both for sharing your knowledge and uh, your enthusiasm about moving forward, as do our students. And um, thank you both. It was a great day. Thank you. Thank you.